He is a medical doctor, an inventor, a photographer, and an entrepreneur. Welcome to another Textination interview. I'm Fred Fishkin, and I'm happy to introduce you to Dr. Larry Tiefenbrunn, also known as Larry T. Hi, Larry. Hi, Fred. How are you doing? And nice to see you. Great uh, to see I you. I hope you've been well. I have been, doctor. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's right. You have uh, quite a story to tell, the story behind a product called Platypod, a company called Platypod, which uh, has nothing to do with uh, an Apple device, even though it's got pod in the name or anything else with webbed feet. Well, uh, briefly, it all started back in Bryce Canyon when my wife and I were hiking down a thousand feet into the Navajo Trail, and that wasn't too bad. And we got some beautiful pictures. I took along my trusty travel tripod with me, weighing about five pounds, hanging off my hip from a little carabiner. And going about a thousand feet back up the trail, we had to stop a lot of times along the way. I was out of breath and uh, ended up, I think, having to see the cardiologist. When I came back home, I was looking for a better way something that would hold my heavier cam camera equipment. And I had one of those uh, twisty bendy tripods that you, uh, you've probably seen, which I didn't take along because it basically displaced uh, the equipment that I really wanted to carry, which would be, for example, a nice long telephoto lens. And also I found that they would tend to sag when uh, faced with heavier equipment. So I was looking for a flat tripod solution and couldn't find one. So one day I just sort of sat down with a piece of graph paper and sketched something out and came up with this. I'll show this a little closer. This was the original Platypod Pro and it had two little titanium bolts in it. And you were able to screw on a little ball head onto it, get your camera on it. But it, as small as it was, it was mighty and it was able to hold just about anything. So the Platypod Pro original was nice, but we got a lot of comments from people who wanted something heavier, something uh, wider, broader. So back in 2017, we ran a Kickstarter for the Platypod Max. Now, if the Pro was the size of an iPhone, well, this is my newer iPhone, but it was the size of an iPhone 4 back in those days. The Max was the size of an iPad mini, about uh, a little bit, about five by seven, five by eight inches, roughly. And the Platypods all came with little spikes. On the Max, it was on a, a little magnetic holder over here. And if you were faced with rock or concrete, the spikes would give you grip so it wouldn't slip around and had these little round nuts on it so that you could tighten it down. Well, again, we went back to the drawing board because people wanted to see certain upgrades to the Platypod Pro, such as the ability to strap it onto something. So we did another Kickstarter, I think it was back in 2018 or 19, and that was the Platypod Ultra. The Platypod Ultra came as a set like this, also with its own little set of spikes in a spike wallet. And it came with a little strap and a carabiner to hold everything together. And what you could do is you could take this strap, strap it around a railing, say if you were 
uh, hiking over a stream, over a little bridge, strap it around the railing. And then you could hook this on to the strap and have a nice safe base to shoot from. You could walk back from this, take a selfie, take a long exposure of the flowing waters. And we have now come into the next stage of evolution for Platypod with our newest product, the Platypod Extreme. Well, as we're speaking, this is now going into its final week on Kickstarter, trying to raise funds to, to fund our, our first production run of this. And what's different about the Platypod Extreme is the main feature that's really different is instead of having to screw the spikes in one by one, as we had on the older models, we now have these little hinges. And I'm gonna show you a different view over here. And as you might be able to see here, with the hinges, you no longer had to thread the spikes through each time you were on rock or concrete. You would just merely twist, pull and twist. Again, pull, let me do it from the back here. Pull and twist. And I can deploy these in about six seconds if I, do, if I go quickly. Now you could just set it down and you've got a really firm base. And the fact that they're pointed outwards in a trapezoid shape gives this tremendous, tremendous stability. You also can orient them a little differently so that if you wanted to kind of hang it off of a chair or something like that, you could easily, easily just position it thus. Also, if you want to position it on an incline, you could do it like this. If you want to put it on a delicate surface, such as your car hood, you could invert these spikes and we ship them with little protective rubber caps for the tips so you don't scratch yourself. And just set this on any delicate surface and it would hold really, really nicely. You then take any ball head and put that on here and you can position your camera on there. And Fred, you know what else we did? We decided also to revolutionize the ball head. I found certain issues with tripod ball heads. Here's a really nice one, for example. I won't name the company, but it's a fine product. And one of the problems that we face with more, most ball heads is if the tripod legs were not completely, completely level, and I'm going to exaggerate it here a little bit with this little tripod. I'm going to unlevel these legs quite a bit. Okay, so now tripod's at an angle. All right, well, I go ahead and compensate for that by leveling off the top of the ball head. And now we just level that nicely. Okay, but then I put on a camera with a big lens like this one here, lock that in place. Got that nice and level, lock this in place. And all of a sudden what's happening is when you go to pan, if the legs are not level, your panning is not gonna be level. And that's because the panning head is on the bottom. That was one issue that we found with this. The second issue was these, let me get the camera back off here. These large protruding knobs here and you don't always know which knob does which job. And the last issue we found here was, you see there's a little bubble 
at the top here. Well, that bubble is almost never visible because it's hidden either by the lens or the camera or it's nighttime and you can't see it. So we went back to the drawing board and completely redesigned the ball head and came up with what we call the platyball in two models. This one is called pretty red platyball elite. E-L-I-T-E, -E because it actually has electric lights on it. I'll show that to you in a second. But before we get to that, let's do the same experiment here. Same tripod legs. It's completely off level. I just leveled the top. Now our panning head here is in an upside down design. So the panning head is on the top. Let's lock that up. I'll take the same camera and lens. And now you can see, even though the legs are grossly off level, once I've got the top level and I go to pan, it pans perfectly straight all the way around. What do you have to say about that, Fred? Very, very cool. What I want to know is you designed this for yourself after a trip. Yes. It, it became a popular tripod item for many photographers and enthusiasts. Did you intend to create a business out of this from the get-go or what, what happened? <laughs> no, it kind of happened in itself. You know, I, I came out with the very first one with an idea just to make something that would can be convenient for, for people. We ended up taking it to some trade shows, first to Scott Kelby's Photoshop World, then to Photo Plus Expo at the Javits Center in New York. And seeing the reaction of people, I don't know, it just kind of grew on itself. You know, my main occupation is I'm a pediatrician, but I've also been a photographer for over 45 years. I love photography, love the gadgetry of it too. And I just felt there was a need to be filled. And yes, it grew into a little extra family business. I still practice pediatrics, uh, but this is kind of what I do in my spare time with a small company that we formed. Now, now this is really, and you've shown us here, a, a whole system, different designs uh, for, for working with the cameras and even phones too, right? Oh, yeah, sure. And for example, here, so you can take a platypod with any ball head, either ours or I'm going to use this little ball head from Benro, which we also sell if someone wants a very compact, inexpensive ball head and go here to the close-up view and all right we'll spin this on over here we also make these little round quick release plates and i don't know if your audience is familiar with uh the arca standard there's many quick release plates on the market that conform to this standard referring to the little grooves that are on the side well our little round disc has the same groove the advantage of these discs is that as opposed to having to turn a, a little D-ring and using a screw or, or a, um, sorry, a coin or an Allen wrench to tighten these up with, these will just spin right onto your equipment. So for example, if this is my uh, camera body, I can just take one of these discs and just take it on here without having to use any D-ring or Allen wrench. And as soon as I you know, get the thread in here, it spins right on, tightens. Well, what I've done over here is I put that on a little 
phone holder. This one's made by a company called Square Jellyfish, which we've partnered, partnered with. And now you can just put this onto the platypod and then attach a camera either in landscape mode. I'm sorry, your phone, either in landscape mode or you can reverse it up and put it in portrait mode like that. Now, where does this come in really handy? Well, it comes in very handy for time-lapse, for blogging or vlogging, uh, for doing long exposures. I will use this at breakfast time just to sit and read my email, or if I wanna FaceTime with my grandchildren or children, uh, I can do that also. So very, very uh, convenient way to do this. Now you'll find a lot of small units that do similar things, but none gives you the precision and the heavy duty weight bearing uh, that this does. And also again, the ability to strap it onto items. We even have larger straps. You can strap this onto a tree for very long time-lapse uh, photography. Now you mentioned before the, the twisty kind of, of small tripod. What are the advantages that you have over those and, and really other kinds of tripods. Why should people, why are people carrying around a platypod? Well, number one is the, the way it is so compact. So you can just fit this right into your pocket like this. I mean, you, you can't do that with, with any of the twisty uh, tripods. The other is the weight bearing. Most of the twistable uh, tripods or compact tabletop tripods are rated for anywhere between one and a half and six pounds. The most heavy duty I've seen was 11 pounds. These will handle anything that your tripod head can handle. For example, our platyball head is rated to 22 pounds so that I can take this, I can put this on a platypod and I can put the heaviest duty lens just like this right on here and it will hold rock steady. The torque that the bolt on this plate allows can go up to about 150 to 300 pounds, which really is, is above and beyond what, uh, what anybody's needs uh, are going to be. So it's the, the compactness, the convenience of it, the ability to strap it onto something. We also have extra screw holes in. So if you wanna screw it into a ceiling or a beam or a wall, you can do that. You can mount flash equipment onto it. We sell a little uh, accessory kit, for example, that has one of these, this is called a tripod, I'm sorry, a flash spigot adapter. And you put that onto here and you can put a flash umbrella holder onto there. You can put mono lights onto here, heavy duty equipment. Platypods are being used not just by amateurs, but by top professional photographers. And if you'll look at our website, or if you look at our Kickstarter page, you'll see the top, some of the top names in photography in the United States and around the world who are using uh, our equipment. This is not a toy. This is a professional piece of equipment. And obviously, very well made uh, in style. You put a lot Absolutely. of work into these. So these, do you spend, how much yeah. time do you spend tinkering with these ideas or to come <laughs> up with and, and get it just the way you want it? Uh, quite a bit, probably too much. 
But uh, as far as, as you mentioned, as far as uh, heavy duty and materials, uh, this is made out of aircraft grade aluminum. Uh, the bolts in here are made out of titanium. They're welded right through the plate, not onto the plate, so that they can handle you know, tremendous, tremendous forces on here. Uh, the bolts, uh, the, I'm sorry, the uh, spikes are made out of stainless steel. Everything here is washable. You can take them on the beach and uh, you don't have to worry that you come home. If there's sand or grit, you just rinse it off and uh, blow it out with a dust off and you're, you're good to go for that. Boy, it looks to me like you could do, sure, a, knee, you could do a knee replacement for me that could hold a camera. <laughs> One last feature I wanted to show you, Fred, and this is very, very unusual in tripod heads. In fact, we're the very first and we have this uh, patented. Remember I mentioned to you before that very often you just can't see the bubble level at the top of a tripod ball head. Well, we've gotten around that by putting our level on the side and making it electronic. So now all you have to do is using our LED leveling indicator is just center four arrows here and you're perfectly level. And if you want to be, let's say, level horizontally, but tip it back vertically, we well, can do that and just center the two central arrows there and, and you can get it nice and level. And you can see this at nighttime. You can see this in bright daylight and it's powered by just a tiny little alkaline battery that's very commonly used in, in garage door openers. You can find them in practically any pharmacy or uh, or uh, Home Depot or Lowe's or anything like that. So this is a, a cool little feature that we've added on. And, and again, we're the only ones uh, who have this. It, it is available in one other model called the Platyball Ergo. For those people who say, I've got a level in my camera, I don't really need that. So you'll save a little bit of money by getting the uh, Ergo model. So give us an idea about the, the pricing and uh, availability. Okay. So Platypod Ultra comes as a complete set with spikes like this and a strap for $65. These are all available on our website and some of the finer uh, uh, photography stores such as B&H. So that's 65 for the Platypod Ultra, the smaller one. The Platypod Extreme is, uh, I said, on sale on Kickstarter now, but it will be retailing for $149 and you will see when it is in your hand, this isn't just cut out, this is finely crafted. Edges are all very, very smooth. The spikes park into little notches in the side here so you don't scratch yourself. The craftsmanship on this is unbelievable and you'll, you'll see it when you get it in your hands. The platyballs are $299 for the platyball ergo without the leveling indicator. $385 for the Platyball Elite uh, with the uh, electronic leveling indicators. And again, these may look very pretty, but they are heavy duty professional equipment. And uh, I think people will appreciate that. We also have a bunch of accessories. We've got goosenecks that will hold up uh, little lights uh, like this. We've got an accessory kit with the spigot adapter with a little disc that I talked about. We have clamps that'll hold up cards and reflectors, for, especially for doing miniature close-up photography. We've got people doing toy photography, food photography, as well as product photography, macro, 
very, very useful. Take a look at our website and you'll see a lot of information on that. When do your best ideas come to you? Um, in the shower. <laughs> good, clean thoughts. At, Excellent. <laughs> so, at, at least I have good, clean thoughts there. <laughs> so for more information, people should go where, Larry? You go to platypod.com. That's P-L-A-T-Y-P-O-D.com. The word derives from the Greek platy for flat and pod for foot. And we think it's kind of reminiscent of the uh, platypus, kind of the shape over here of the ductile platypus. But that's platypod.com. P-L-A-T-Y-P-O-D.com. Larry Tiefenbrunn, thank you so much for taking the time with us and congratulations on the innovations. Thank you so much, Fred. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textination.com.